Arsenal. Taylor? Yep. <laughs> oh, Lord. I feel like <clears throat> this, this episode is the story <laughs> of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Um, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, oh yeah. I know. I I started, I was telling you about what I told those people here and they were just kind of like, I was like, yeah, it's, it's more than just those things, you know? And yeah, I'm a revolutionary. I'm more than just what, what people try to say I am or think I am. I am those things, but I, I, there's more to me. Um, like, you know, I'm a revolutionary straight up. Like I, I've been, I, I'm not a revolutionist. I'm a revolutionary. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of people will argue that, well, we haven't, we can't call ourselves revolutionaries because we've never been in a revolution. I'm like, the hell we can't. <laughs> um, shit. Um, I, one, one of my, you know, my sheroes, and one of the reasons why I have this chosen name is to honor her is uh, Asada Shakur. Um, mm-hmm. And I she gave us her right now. She gave us. It's a good book. It was mm-hmm. one of the first. It was one of the first books when I that I that I read when I got into activism and student yeah. as a student in college um it definitely and, formed a lot of my political right know, community involvement yeah, yeah i could answer that question with that with a couple books <laughs> right right um one, one one of those books for me right now in my 17th year of of of, of doing this work is um unapologetic by charlene a. Carruthers, who is one of the founding members of the Black Youth Project 100, or BYP 100, um, and what and, and I and, and I was in a I was in a Zoom meeting yesterday, uh, a Black Healing Circle, with some with other LGBTQ folks, and one of the questions that we were asked is what do you want to teach our kids? And her book is called Unapologetic and it's a a black queer feminist uh, mandate, you know, to the movement. And I tell you that book changed my life and I, and and I I know it's probably next to impossible, but I would love to, to, to have Charlene Carruthers on on one of my, (laughs) on one of my podcasts. Because I'm telling you, Kayla, that book has has, and 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 I've read so I've I've read so many books that have really changed my life. But this book, um, and I and and, and I'm and I'm recommending it to everybody I talk to. This book changed my life. Um, it changed my perspective on a lot of things concerning the work mm-hmm. and concerning the movement. Um. And what I like about it, what I love, what I absolutely love about it is that she she writes from a black 
queer feminist point of view. Um, she's like, you know, she reminds me a lot of Angela Davis. I'll just, you know, I mean, but that book, Asada, changed, um, it, it really informed a lot of my political views. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I, I chose my name to not only honor Asada Shakur, but also to honor Tupac Shakur and, and, and all the, you know, the, the I call them the Shakur clan. <laughs> all of those people that, that all, of, all of her, all of those people that, that Asada, you know, was was in in the in the struggle with and still comrades with to this day. I did it to honor them. I chose it to honor them, and um, she gave us the route. She she gave us the you know the marching orders. It is our duty to fight for our freedom. It is our duty to win. We must love and protect one another. We have nothing to lose but our chains. Um, and that not only, and, and Melina has said it, said it many times, and I say it all the time as well, that is that that's not just a chant. It's a it, it's a marching order. Um, it's a uh, telling us it, it's our duty. It, it, it's not a matter of whether we want to or not. It is our duty. You know what I'm saying? As a people to love and protect one another, mm. to to fight for one another. You know what I'm saying? So it it, it it's a it, it's an intention, it's a prayer for many of us. And um yeah. so it, it's like um segue, I just want to do a quick little plug. Um one of our um I'm so sorry, now I'm blanking. Um, one of our political education episodes um, streamed from our Facebook Live, um, specifically talking about um, AB 1460 and its push. Um, Assemblywoman Shirley Weber, who authored AB 1460, I believe it was um, her who said um, that Black studies um, is one of the, the lasting um, forms of justice we have to like really call on from, uh, to come out of the movements of the 1960s. Um, I think that that's absolutely uh, true. Um, I would agree. And I think we have so much of our political education to think on like such giants um, that do the work still. Um, yeah, <laughs> agree. Yeah, um, you know, uh, and I, you know, I, I, I don't know what the the pull was towards Melina when I first met her, but she, you know, I mean, she inadvertently became a mentor to me. I, um, I, I, I really, I, 
when I had hard questions and I and, and, and still um a, a lot of people don't know the times that she's given me a shoulder to cry on. She's held my hand and and, and comforted me. You know what I'm saying? Um so when I when when I hear people out there that demon or that try to demonize her and uh, um you know say that she is an abuser and things like that. I've heard things like that said about her. And I say to folks like that, I said, have you ever sat down and talked to her? Have you ever shared a meal with her? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever been comforted by her? You know, and to say things like, you know, cause she's more than just a mentor to me. She, for me is like the big sister that I always wanted. You know what I'm saying? That's how, you know, a lot of people, you know, call her mama Melina. She's my, she's my older, my older sister. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I, you know, I, I don't, it, it, this is, you know, I, I don't idolize her, but she has, she has really taught me um, so much about what the work entails. And like you said earlier, you said, um, oh, excuse me. Um, (laughs) You said that BLM involves more than just marching and and protesting. There's deep healing, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. that is involved, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And so it's like, for me, I I watched it from its inception become more than just a hashtag, more than just a slogan, more than a rallying cry. It became, BLM became more than a moment. It became a viable living movement. It's the reason why we call it a movement. You know, because there is life in it. You know what I'm saying? A lot, most of shit, I'd I, I say all of us that come to BLM, we come in broken, we come in wounded, we come in with PTSD, we come in with traumas, you know what I'm saying? You know, we come in with these things. And and when we gather every week out in front of the Hall of Injustice, there's a healing that takes place in people's lives. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's a, you know what I mean? Like I we we've we, we've seen how those gatherings impact the families. You know what I'm saying? They see that love. You know what I mean? They, they, you know, it, it, it's, it's amazing how 
I, I've never, you know, I've, I've never, I mean, we, we have had some conflicts, you know what I'm saying? Like, I talked about last week how, about how, um, I talked about the encampment at City Hall back in 2016. That's when I joined, actually. And we were there for, for 54 days. And we, um, we decided that we weren't going anywhere until justice was 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 uh, was was served for the murderers of Riddell Jones, and then the then the rallying cry became "Fire Chief Beck," and he, you know, we know what happened with that. <laughs> he 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 retired early. <laughs> Um, but that was something that really impacted me. That was, that was 2000, the summer of 2016 was, um, was, was a transformative, well, it was truly transformative for me and a lot of other people. Um, that is still hard to to stomach to this day it's still hard to talk about to this day that decision that that the police commission came back with um concerning uh riddell jones it, it's still hard to stomach to this day um i met her husband that day you know what i'm saying he was he was out here with us um and it was just it it was it, it was it it was another thing that that just that that they did that just made people mad enough to you know want to take some kind of action, and um, that's that that's where I decided that I I needed and wanted to be part of something that was bigger than me, and that that was how I you know after the long struggle that you know i and i've told i've told it many times um that melina <laughs> had been after me for two years to join before i finally um made the decision you know because i had this thing about i didn't want to be a part of no organizations because of you know things that happened you know and uh i it, it was a struggle for me, and and I, <laughs> I remember when my when, when my you know my my four year anniversary is is coming up next month, and I remember um, when my two year anniversary came around, I went to Melina and I said, Melina, my two year anniversary with BLM is coming up, and she said. I, I said, do you remember when I joined? She said, no, but I remember how hard, how, how much of a struggle it was for you to make a decision to join. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, 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 it I, as much as I loved the people and, and, the, and the members of Black Lives Matter, it was just like, I just didn't want to be like attached to anything. I, I enjoyed being autonomous, but I can say four years, almost four years later, that joining Black Lives Matter 
um, was one of the best decisions that I ever made. Um, because it is a movement and there is life in it. And we, we, we are very affirming to one another. You know what I'm saying? And that's one of the things that I love about it. Um, how, how do you, how, how, how has being a part of this movement, how has it, how has it impacted you personally? That, that, that's what I really want to get to. Um, I mean, I think a large part of our discussion tonight has been about Black women. <laughs> And I think not only um, a lot of my support personally, but my support academically, like as a student on this journey, <laughs> um, yeah. I has always, um, I've often had to seek farther and harder um, to find those resources um, hidden in some of my past institutional experiences. Um, but they've always been there and they've, uh, they have definitely been the reason that I am where I am um, right. today um, um, and being ready to, and getting ready to graduate um, with a degree um, that fundamentally um, thanks to black women. Um, yeah. But I'll say um, um, I've uh, coming home to LA uh, a couple years ago I had my first uh, I'm always been an avid reader and so I've learned pieces um, from what I've read but um, my first black studies classes was at uh, Pasadena City College uh -huh. um, where I got a far more accurate <laughs> um, history um, than I've ever had and uh, of life-changing sociology class, um, um, music class, um, all taught by men of color. Um, that really encouraged me to pursue an ethnic studies degree um, uh -huh. and uh, finding that I wanted to come to LA, Cascade LA for um, this renowned Pan-African studies program. Um, uh -huh. BLMB was the praxis piece of the education I'm seeking. I was seeking in the classroom, uh -huh. um, and I am very grateful um, yeah. for all the pieces that have helped um, shape my perspective and uh -huh. um, tremendously affected my spirit. I would have to yeah. agree with that. Um, yeah. Gave me the tools not only to see myself holistically but also offers holistic support um, yeah and understanding like all parts of me like I think you touched on that earlier um, yeah I think I think in this society we categorize and box everything and um, um, I think a big part of our push is is that um or even your your show <laughs> um, is that we can't be bound by those limitations, right? And we we don't see ourselves 
in those limitations anymore. We see ourselves holistically right. um, as people um, and humanity in general. And I think that really touches on like the radical love work um, being done to... Yeah. Um, you, you know, <clears throat> people that aren't involved in, in this work, and when I say this work, I mean the work of Black liberation. Um, really don't understand how heavy the work can be sometimes. And um, it, 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 it can be frustrating trying to explain to people um, why do you you know, people always, you know, people always want to know why do you do this work? Um, and I'm just like, if not me, then who? Mm -hmm. And if not now, then when? Mm -hmm. John Lewis said that rest in, may he rest in peace. If not, if not now, then when? You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, and that's my, that's my philosophy as well. This work can be emotionally draining, emotionally, it can be heavy. You know, every time we hear about another person being murdered, um, that gets heavy on the soul. And I really, well, you know, <clears throat> when, we, when, we, when we come together, you know what I'm saying? That's part of the healing. You know what I'm saying? Like what we what we see in our gatherings, in our in our meetings, and in, in our you know our protests, like we do every week out in front of the Hall of Injustice and things like that. That's part of the hill. You know what I mean? Um, but there's more to it than that. You know what I mean? And um, I just I, I I just feel like. Um, like, just as an individual, like, this, you know, this, this, um, this movement is only going to get stronger, you know what I mean? And in spite of the, the things that, the negative things that people try to throw our way, um, I used to, like I, I, I said earlier, I used to get so upset, um, <clears throat> but that was because I was, I wouldn't say immature, but I, I had a, a, a certain way of, of, of moving, you know what I mean? And I just, you know, I, I, and I've always been the type of person that I just don't, I don't entertain bullshit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I've always been that way. Um, but with Melina and, 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 and other women, okay, I got, I got you, Kayla. Mm -hmm. um, you got to go in 10 minutes. Yeah, I'm about to, I, I'm, I, we, we've been on about two hours. So, um, you know, um, just, do you have, any closing remarks that you would like to make? 
And by the way, by the way, before you say, before you go, thank you so much for this logo. This logo is dope as fuck. You're um, welcome. I I really want to make some like t-shirts and hoodies with the logo on it. And you you'll get all the credit because that that's so dope. Like everybody that's seen it is just like, oh my god, that's that's so dope. Like, mm-hmm. uh, how did she do that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any Oh, I have one more thing that I that I want to that, that I want to uh, where do you see where do you see this movement going moving forward into the in, in the future? Uh, I believe that we will win. <laughs> I believe, right. I believe that we will win. Simple to say we ain't got to be that deep. I believe that we, we will win. We will win. Um I want to thank you, Kayla, for being um, being here and giving your insight um, and giving your your point of view. Um, this 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 pro this uh, episode became more than a discussion about Black Lives Matter. Um, it became uh, uh, I don't know what to call it, but I mean, even though it is about honoring BLM and it, and, and its um, founders and and, and, and and the strong women um, who um, who came together um, it it became more than that and it, and it, and it moved just how I expected it to I guess um, <laughs> you said some really 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 powerful things tonight and i really appreciate you being here um and coming and agreeing to be be on with me tonight um but i i believe that our future is is bright um i see better days ahead um I, I i see us um moving in, in, in the way that we've been moving these past seven years. Um, it's been such a privilege for me to, like I said earlier, to, to come in contact with and meet people like you who have made a huge impact on my life. Um, and um, I thank you for, for saying some powerful things and like, one thing I want to say in closing is that, and and I've said it on, I think I say I've said it on every one of my episodes where I've been talking about the uprising, talking about BLM and you know, and its impact on the world. Um, there are two groups of of people in movement circles that I take that uh, take direction, take cue from women and, 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 and young people. Um, because Huey P. Newton said this, uh, he said, the revolution has always been in the hands of the youth. Um, I started out as a, as, as a youth organizer. What's the hell? <laughs> Why are you texting me? While we, 
ending the show. <laughs> Kayla, you so silly. <laughs> Kayla. Okay. I think Kayla left us. I want to thank everybody um, for for joining. <laughs> oh, Kayla, you're probably you're there, but you're probably muted. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining, um, everybody for listening this week. Um, and I will I will be back with you next week, hopefully with Sharon Washington Barnes, and we will continue this conversation um, next week because there's so much to say. Um, I want to thank Kayla Felton for joining me tonight. Unmute your phone. <laughs> um, and and given her insight. Um, until next week, this is Amari Shakur. You have been listening to Out of the Box with Amari Shakur. And, uh, and I'm your host. And um, I just want to say something else. One more thing in closing in, in that. And it's this, that um, out of the box has become, has take, really taken on a life of its own. It has become more than just um, a, uh, whatchamacallit, a, a podcast. It has become, it's turning into a whole movement and I want to thank everybody for joining me on this journey as we learn together to live out of the box. Until next week, this is your host, Amari Shakur. You've been listening to Out of the Box with Amari Shakur. Good night and God bless. And everybody be safe.